Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is one, one of those things that, again, as you look at what you're going to contribute to the world on any given day, this is one of those things that brings so much um, well, it's such a gift to others, first of all, but it's also something really wonderful that, that we can do for ourselves. They're speakers, authors, and real-life rock stars, bringing you life-changing thoughts that rock, taking conversation all the way to 11. Most shows only go to 10. Well, it's one louder, isn't it? These go to 11. This is Thoughts That Rock. Now, here are your hosts, Jim Knight and Brant Menswar. What's happening, peeps? It's Thoughts That Rock, your favorite podcast where we talk about uh, different struggles or uh, things that you might be facing right now, different challenges. We bring on incredible guests to give you the how-to. How do you approach it? How do you um, overcome? How do you succeed? All of those different things. And today, this is like a Shakespeare-themed episode today. (laughs) Which was not planned. Definitely wasn't planned. We didn't think this was going to happen. How bad is it that I've been trying to think of Shakespeare quotes for the last 30 seconds and didn't come up with a friggin' one of them? I, I just keep going. Or not to be. Yeah, thank you. Thank there you. you. I, I knew there was one. Yeah. I was like, there's some Romeo and Juliet in there somewhere, I know, but I, I don't remember. I just remember the movie, and I know that wasn't exactly how he wrote it. So, yes. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of cool, though. I mean, uh, Kitty Hart, who is the vice president of client brand experience with a company called Heroic Productions, yeah. uh, they're out of uh, the state of Minnesota. And I didn't know a lot about the company. I knew a little bit about Kitty. And uh, yeah, when she started dropping some Shakespeare nuggets, I was like, oh, okay, we're going to get elevated today. Like That's we, right. we got to learn stuff and everything. <laughs> I didn't want to tell her that the only thing we read are comic books, Jim. But, you know, right. it was like... <laughs> you know. That's fine. Is there a Shakespeare comic book? There's there's an opportunity right there to bring the next generation in. I'm sure. I'm sure there's a graphic novel in there somewhere. I'm sure there's an omnibus wherever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Kitty had 28 years of experience um, doing event production, and and she's really sort of a sales, marketing, uh, branding expert. I know that that you guys also in your company do a little yep. bit of that as well and, and have helped yep. out a lot of people. This is what she does for a living. And so it was kind of refreshing to hear, especially on the event production side, knowing what we do. You know, we yeah. you and I have walked into some rooms before and we're like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. in, in, in a very negative way. But also right. when you walk in, you're like, yes. The, this is the world. This is the stage. I, you know, I'm so glad that they put the stage in the middle of this arena. Yes. I mean, maybe one, one thing when you yeah when you walk in and you see that they they're using Radio Shack speakers, it does set the tone for what you're what you can expect here in the next yes in the next few hours. But uh, she's really about sort of um, leveling up the production and tying it together as a, as an experience, right? Making making 
the uh, the conference lasts way longer than the few days that people might be together. And that, that takes some strategy, that takes some thinking um, forward as to how do you take this, you know, for weeks or months into the future. Yeah. Um, I think we've got a little bit of, of how they, they actually do that and how they approach things. And I think people are going to dig this episode. Yeah. She, uh, it, it's cool because she uses that moniker of creating unforgettable experiences. And we talked about whether it was in person, uh, virtual hybrid, um, and the topic that she wound up picking, which was, was, uh, how to be the star of your own show every day. Again, there's some really good applicable things, even though in her world, there's a practical tactical sense to it, but for people in general, yeah, you, you should claim it and, and be the star of your own show. And so it was a lot of fun just getting to know her. And uh, yeah, here comes from Shakespeare. <laughs> You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Check it out. There she is. Katie Hart in the house. Good morning, guys. Hello. So welcome to Thoughts That <laughs> Thank Rock. you so much. I'm so excited to be here. It's been fun getting to know you guys through this process. So really <laughs> excited about this conversation. Has it been? Yes. We we said, hey, really? I mean, it's our new filtering process. We screw up the first one so bad that we wonder if they really want to be on the show, then they actually move forward. If they come back to the well. So I know we're uh, obviously going to jump in and talk about uh, your three thoughts. We, We talked about this in the introduction about just how to be the star of your own show every day. Love that topic, and I know you're bringing a lot of good positivity and some some really good meaty nuggets for how to do that. But I think maybe, even though I think we did a fairly good job, can you tell us a little bit about Heroic Productions and, and what you guys do? Because I'm sure not everybody in our audience knows who they are. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Heroic Productions is a corporate event production company. So we're based here in Minneapolis, but the work that we do is all over the country. And um, to put it into a little nutshell, it's basically uh, this is at the center of of event marketing. So mm-hmm. big companies who um, who use um, conferences, meetings, and events as part of their marketing mix, those are our clients. They're going to bring hundreds or thousands of their employees together for important meetings, kickoffs, um, product launches, whatever the purpose of it is they bring them together and we help them create the production. What's going to happen? What will employees see, hear, and feel over the course of the event? Um, it's a really fun industry to be in. Crazy busy right now. Since yep. Everybody's back to doing in-person events. Uh, but that's, uh, that's our core business. Well, and obviously it's that's important great. to us, you know, as well as speakers. So when you can really set the stage yeah. for a great production and, you know, we're sort of the icing on the cake every once in a while. You bring us over the top, but when you just got that that awesome event, and I know when we were looking at it, and your your expertise in creating unforgettable experiences, it's not just in person, right? I think I read virtual, hybrid, like you you yes. do it all, whatever they're looking to do for an event. Yes. Yep. Exactly. This can show up in um, either in person, fully virtual, or Uh, What a lot of companies are doing now is having that in-person event, but for people who either don't want to travel, they don't have the time, um, or perhaps the company doesn't have the budget to bring everybody, tack on a virtual component so that now you can include those people. It's much more inclusive. It's a different experience. You have to design 
for that specific experience, separate and different from the in-person. But um, yeah, we're seeing a lot more of those hybrid experiences show up. Yeah. Well, it allows, it allows for the recording of the of the talks and the sessions yes. and that can li- that can live on the server for a year so that you can continue to go back and get mm-hmm. get additional usage out of it new employees between the time that it's it's uh, the conference happens and yeah. that year long deal they they have a chance to actually go back and see what the company does and and the yeah. fact that you sort of you know we often just because this is you know our our lives we know we come into these conferences and you know, sometimes they have a theme. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they have a, a particular thing they're trying to, to put forth, but they don't really think about it soup to nuts, right? They don't mm-hmm. think about creating an experience that will resonate long after the conference yes. ends. Yep. And um, I just love that that's what you guys are yeah. doing. It, it, it helps us. It helps us actually design what we're going to talk about so that it can live on longer than the three days that they're yeah. there at the conference. That's the difference between good and gr- a good event yeah. and a great event. Hundred mm-hmm. percent agree. Yeah. yeah, but mostly the. Speakers. All right, I'll just yeah. it's mostly the speakers. Right. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we have to say that we're obligated by our. It's in our co- each each of our management companies. That's right. That's right. right. Once an episode. Well, let's That's let's right. jump in then. You know, and again, what a great topic. You know, how how to be the star of your own show and do that every mm-hmm. single day. Uh, this is what you do. Unforgettable experiences. Yeah. So we're expecting big things yeah. from you today, Kitty. So. Give us your first thought that rocks on how to do this. Yeah. So um, I love to quote William Shakespeare. (laughs) All right. One of his most famous lines was all the world's a stage and all the men and women merely players. So I, uh, what I love about this topic is that it applies to us as individual human beings, as well as, to businesses and corporations and brands. So everything that we're gonna talk about today, you can look at it from a personal perspective, me, Kitty Hart, getting up in the morning, all the world's a stage. I've got a stage in front of me. What am I gonna do with this day? Mm -hmm. What am I going to do? How am I going to show up? And when you think about it in those terms, I find that you're more intentional with your day and um, it just is uh, that frame of mind allows you to be more successful um, mm. with whatever it is that you happen to be doing uh, mm. in that day. So all the world's a stage. What are you going to do with it? How are you going to show up? Um, I love that. This would be a, a little bit different if somebody were uh, like a list maker. You know, they wake up, they they write down the things they're going to do, which I mean, by Mm -hmm. definition would be intentional, but you're talking obviously something a little bit bigger, a little bit broader than that. Um, And I actually have a question for Brant along this in just a moment, but is that, is it bigger than probably just getting up going, here's what I want to do, my task list, even if there might be some really cool, awesome daily, weekly, monthly, yearly bucket list type items. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a really important component of it. Mm. When you are a list maker, um, you're a planner, that becomes your your GPS, basically. So do that, but then you're not done. You still have an opportunity then to take each of those things that are on your list and determine, okay, how am I going to um, how am I going to attack this list? Mm. What, what am I going to do? 
so, you know, there are some components of this that they seem so obvious in, in most cases, but then I, I find that there are also things that people don't place enough importance on. Like we all know that we have one opportunity to make a first impression. We've heard that since, you know, forever, but what it, what, what really does that mean? Well, it, you know, how do you put yourself together in the day? Mm -hmm. Um, your, you know, your appearance, the clothes that you put on, um, everything helps you create your own personal brand. Mm -hmm. So it's either just thrown together, um, or you're very intentional about it. I will often have people say to me, you're, you're always so dressed up. And for a while I was like, what? I wasn't really quite sure what they meant by the comment. I'm like, I'm not always dressed up. It's just that this is, this is how I dress, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and, and there is something really, um, this is also something that I've heard repeatedly. When you are going to a meeting or when you're thinking about what your day is, who you're going to be interacting with, think about that person and then level up one. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to show them that this was important. Yeah. And I came to the mm-hmm. table prepared and being my best for you in, in this situation. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm glad two out of the three of us did that today. Which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Brian, you know, following through with uh, what Kitty was saying too. I mean, real quick, I forget yeah. the person's name that you did the study about how they intentionally laid out their day and, and items that you touched. I think that might be interesting to share mm-hmm. with Kitty, but also for the audience, for those that don't remember, it's pretty cool. Yeah, there's a, a product design specialist. She's an ethnographer. Her name is Paula Zuccotti. Um, she's brilliant, uh, keynote speaker, author. Um, she several years ago wrote a book called Everything We Touch and basically followed around 60 plus different subjects and all different ages, races, sexual orientation, religions. Um, and she documented everything they touched from the moment they woke up to the moment they went to bed. And at the end of the day, she took all those objects and she compiled them, um, in one photograph per person. So you sort of see chronological from when they wake up and it ends the day with whatever they ended the day with. Uh, and it gives you like a 24 hour snapshot into someone's life. And you start to see what they really care about, what they're being intentional about. Do they have pets? Are they walking the dog? What are they eating mm. for breakfast? Do they work out? Um, all of these different things start to start to matter. And then you start to ask yourself, what would somebody see if they followed me around for 24 hours? Yeah. What impression are they going to have? Yeah. Um, and, and for me, that sort of experience of, of, um, she, she spoke at a conference that I was speaking at. She was the mm-hmm. opening and I was the, the closing and she sort of put me into this <laughs> crisis mode for a minute to go, Oh <laughs> shit, I'm talking about values and I got to see if anything shows up in 24 hours. Um, <laughs> and, and, um, that combined with an article that I read in the New York times about Gary Vaynerchuk, um, they actually were interviewing his brother and, uh, uh you know, Gary's one of his, his main life goal is to own the New York jets. That's what he wants to do. He knows that at the current moment, he's a pimple on the ass of billionaires and he, he's got a little more work to do before he has uh, enough money to consider something like that. Although if they continue to play like they are, 
he might get a bargain. Um, but, but the truth is that, um, sorry, Aaron. Um, but the, uh, you know, the, the article basically the, the guy doing the interviewing said, listen, it's really strange to talk to your brother. Um, you know, Gary just sort of talks about this, like it's going to happen. And his brother said, of course, he's going to speak it into existence. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not that much of a manifestation guy in the, what I would call bullshit snake oil manifestation. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I'm visualizing a Lamborghini in my driveway and it's yeah. going to happen. I, that, that to me is a little out there. Um, I'm all about practical manifestation. How can we actually do something to make mm-hmm. it happen? Um, I'm not a wizard. I don't have that sort of power uh, to, to manifest those sorts of things, but I do believe in intentionality and, and making sure that we're doing things that, yeah. that lead that way. And it is about the brand, right? I mean, mm-hmm. my I sort of shifted about a year ago um, of what my brand would be, what I look like, mm-hmm. um, how I present myself, everything. Um, yeah. and, and I love Kitty that you talk about people say you dress up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, no, you're just a slob, um, <laughs> is, is what I want to say <laughs> to people. <laughs> and that's okay if that's your brand. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. but for me, um, it matters. I don't leave the house now mm-hmm. without making sure this, this is, you know, and today I'm, I'm a, it's cold up here in, in Georgia, in the mountains. So <laughs> I've got my little, uh, he's in Minneapolis. Brant. Hey, uh, yeah, hey, listen. Six here this morning. We're at the same elevation. We're at the same. It was fifty-six here this morning when I got up, so it was chilly. Um, but, but I'll tell you this: this, and, I, and I'm sure you feel the same way about this, Kitty. Is that this is a bit of your armor when mm-hmm. you get up in the morning and you put this on? It's mm-hmm. because this is what makes you feel confident and powerful and strong, and yes. all those things that help protect you from the people who are going to henpeck you to death over the course of the next 12 hours or, or, or however long yeah. you're at work. Right. Yeah. Um, but, but I will say that, um, you know, for, for me, especially being a, a, a keynote speaker as well, along with, with Jim as well, there's a level of expectation, mm-hmm. um, that look, if you're a $5,000 speaker, you can look like shit. That's up to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're a $20,000 speaker, you don't get that option. And you've got to show up every single time and blow them away and make them think they got a bargain Mm -hmm. at 20K. And that's that's not how a lot of people think. They think it's about the content. It's about what the value that you're... Yes, but it's also about how you look, how you present. Do they feel like you are an expert and and that level above, like you just talked about, Kitty, right? Right. It's, it's, It's finding where you're at and you're one plus. Right. And, and I agree with that a hundred percent. And, and to be honest, it's, it's what helps you perform and do an incredible job. And at the end of the day, you walk away knowing that they got a bargain because you should have been 40 K. Um, but, but you have to keep working until that's the perception of what you're doing and what you're worth. And Jim and I see it all the time, but Mm -hmm. there are speakers out there who are 50, 60, 80 K that no one's ever heard of. No, th- these are not household names. They don't have television shows. They're not famous, um, but they have earned the right to make that kind of money because they show up and deliver at a level that blows people away. Yes. Um, and there are companies out there that have no problem paying 50, 60, 80 K for, for somebody that they've never heard of right. because that person has mitigated the risk 
with their personal brand mm-hmm. by showing up and blowing people away every mm-hmm. single time they take the stage. Yes. And that's the journey that we're on and, and continue to be on and watch some of our friends at that next level and, and watch what they do and how they get there so that we can too get there one day. And at least that's, that's the plan. Yeah. And that right there, that piece of this topic and conversation is another one that can be applied to businesses and brands. If you think about those luxury brands that exist in the world, there's Mm -hmm. a reason why Tiffany jewelry is so incredibly expensive. It will always deliver for you. It is that level. It is that quality that you can always, always expect. Um, There's, there is an expectation there and they will never let the customer down. Um, True. Kitty, in in the work that you do, um, when when you're using this uh, sort of William Shakespeare quote as as maybe a mantra and anchor for you, all the world's a stage and and really everybody in it is a player. Yeah. What would you say to people to to make that like a practical thing to say you can use this to make the event better, make your world better? You know, we're all about trying to solve issues and problems and obstacles on thoughts that rock. So, yeah. you know, what what type of granular thing could you almost give to somebody to say, I love this quote, but here's the reason why you would use it and how it could make their world better? Yeah. Well, for for I mean what we do is a stage production. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a very literal translation here um in our business. I mean, we are we are putting lights on a stage. We are figuring out what the stage is going to look like. We're making sure that, you know, the person that walks out onto the stage has um, audio that will sound good. That's the the very literal piece of it. Um, and so I, I think it's, it's all about um, how will your message be heard and taken in yeah. and the, the end desired result is that people within the experience feel something. There's something that's been shared in that experience that touches them in some way. Stories. Here's why we do what we do. Um, You know, here, you know, employee, here's what you can expect from this company in the coming year. All of these things, you make them, you need to make them very personal. Um, that's one of the best uh, pieces of advice that that we give to our clients every day. We are human beings that are ex- having these experiences. Let's make it personal. Yeah. Yeah. Jim, I, I think it's on an approach as well, right? Like, are you approaching the day like you're an extra in somebody else's story? Or are yeah. you approaching the day that this is my show? Mm-hmm. You're on my show. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's that's the approach for me anyways. And, you know, uh, Kitty, you don't know this. Jim and I um, have a extensive uh, acting background where uh, yeah, we, we, we were both extras in that problem child two 30 years ago. Um, <laughs> we we were we didn't know each other at the time and we didn't know about this until 20 years later when we are best friends and we're doing you know, we're, we're hosting these events, we're doing these training events. And as we're doing this get to know me thing we both had on our slides that we were in the movie problem child too. And neither one of us knew that about each other. Oh and I'm my like, what? God. Wait, what? <laughs> and the, we were actually the only movie we were we've ever been in ever. This, wow. We were standing, we were standing in the same line in the same shot 
to get on this ride that was going to go crazy and everyone was going to throw up. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but we were in the same line together, a couple of people apart, didn't know each other, had no idea. Here we go. 20, 30 years later. That's and incredible. Like, oh my God. Right. What are the, what are the odds? But yeah. I definitely would be awesome. That kitty said I was in problem job too. Yeah, nice. <laughs> that would have been guys. <laughs> I was John Ritter's wife in that movie. Um, it, it was, uh, I think that that's the shift. At least I, I can speak for, if I'm speaking for myself, the shift, and, and this is, listen, we come from rock and roll background, right? 20 years in rock and roll. You can't take the stage as as the front man of a rock and roll band mm -hmm. and not have not one chip, but a, a, a bag of chips on your shoulder um, and, and know that whether it's eight people that you're playing for in some shitty dive bar in Kentucky, or you're playing 10,000 people at a, at a, you know, festival somewhere, you got to approach those things. Like they're, they are a player in your show, yeah. right? And you have to, you're responsible for the experience that they're going to have. If you approach it, like I'm just an extra and I'm here to, to walk in line and get ready to go throw up on this ride that we're going on. Um, that is a very different experience and you give away all your power if you are yeah. just an extra in somebody else's story. Yes. And I, and I think that that's, at least from my perspective, that's what I get out of all the worlds of stage is mm -hmm. you, you have to treat this like it's your show, not somebody else's. Yes. Great point. Absolutely. Love it. We'll be right back after this message. Ever heard of stoicism? Chances are, if you have, you've heard of stoicism with a lowercase s and not stoicism with an uppercase s. Lone wolves, no emotions, antisocial behavior, cold, indifference, all that is stoicism with a lowercase s. Stoicism with an uppercase s is the ancient Greek philosophy and virtue ethics framework that centers on service to the cosmopolis to include your family, friends, community, and planet, and the development of a good moral character. My name is Tanner Campbell, and I'm the host of Practical Stoicism, a three-times-a-week podcast teaching Stoic principles and concepts to anyone interested through the exploration of texts and deep dives into various moral topics. You can find Practical Stoicism where you're already listening to podcasts by searching for Practical Stoicism or by going to stoicismpod.com. I invite you to give it a listen today. You just might like it. All right. What is your second thought that rocks? It's all about authenticity. Mm. Okay. All right. So, and again, staying on uh, using William Shakespeare as the thread through all of this, this above all to thine own self be true. <laughs> you cannot, if you show up in the world, if you show up on your stage um, trying to be something that you're not um, or what other, what you think other people expect of you, it will fall flat. Yeah. Every day people, people see through that. And I don't like that, that whole saying, fake it until you make it. Yeah. Um, I, I understand what people are saying with that. And this goes to a, a little bit of what you were talking about earlier, Brant, that um, manifesting, right? Speaking it mm -hmm. into existence. Mm -hmm. That's different from fake it till you make it. True. Right. So yeah. you can absolutely um, be the driver of your destiny, 
by, um, you know, okay, so I want to be a keynote speaker someday, then I'm going to start to find speaking opportunities that will move me toward that. I'm going to refer to myself as a speaker. Those are things that you can do. You're not faking it, but you are manifesting more. Um, But in all of that, be your, you know, be yourself. Everyone else is taken. We've heard that. We've heard that. Mm-hmm. quote as well. Yeah. Um, but you have to be authentic because people see through it immediately. And also you're not going to feel good about yourself mm-hmm. in doing so. You're going to yep. feel like a fake. Yep. So own it, stand tall. Um, you said, I loved that, that you said earlier that um, it's like this armor that you put on. Mm-hmm. That's what authenticity is as well. Mm-hmm. Own it, be you, stand tall um, in, in, and find your voice. Yeah. yeah. Find your voice. It's so funny. It's, uh, I, I was not expecting we were going to have a Shakespeare themed episode today, but uh-huh. uh, I kind of wish we rhymed everything. Like the whole episode would have been, that would have been a lot of work on all three of our parts. That would that, be, that, yes. That would be amazing. Yeah. Um, I, I will say that, you know, it's not just because it's quite, um, popular right now to talk about authenticity that clearly is in, you know, the, the cultural zeitgeist. Everybody seems to bring this up. It has been probably mm-hmm. for the last six, seven, eight years. Yep. Um, I think you're right, though, in every way and maybe the way you write, the way you speak with people, how you are in private versus public, the more that you can just be yourself. I think those are the, the most respectable people. I think even with leaders, it's the ones that are more trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, to be transparent, I, there isn't a fake it moment for me, but I will tell you, and Brant knows when I get on stage, I crank it up to 11. So I am definitely a lot louder, faster, more aggressive. I'm quite mobile because that edutainment in the world that I live in, it's a little bit of showmanship to be honest with you. So I, I think I hear people tell me, um, this is what they tell me anyway, when we're having conversations afterwards or whether it's in a, a Zoom call or even in an email, someone will say, you're very authentic. You're exactly what I thought you would be when you came off stage. But the reality is it's a, it is a little bit <clears throat> where it, it's, uh, you know, it, it, again, if I'm maybe every day at a seven or an eight in the way that I'm presenting myself, I'm an 11 when I'm on stage. And so- yeah. You know, there is a little bit of, of, I don't want to say imposter syndrome, but there's a little bit to go, what if I was to just be casual and and a little bit more laid back in my delivery? And I think it wouldn't, I don't think it would serve the audience as well. I think I would only have been as successful as I am now just because I've been able to do that. But having said that, I think when it comes to my core, my purpose, the direction that I'm headed on, my personal values... Mm-hmm. Those aren't going to change. And I will absolutely stick to those. Um, and, and so I think if there are people that think, man, I'm just a little bit different when I'm at work than I am at home. I'm hoping that they're not thinking maybe I'm faking it over here. It's this is what I need to serve that yes. particular audience. And that's that's OK. Is that Am I talking out of left field or does that seem like that would fit in with what you're talking about, Kitty? It absolutely fits in. Yes. Okay. And I think, and that's a really important thing for, <laughs> for, um, for people to, to think about. It's like, it's the, um, the show must go on. 
right? Yeah. You, uh, in those situations that you've just described, uh, that's, you're delivering on what people are expecting of you. Yeah. So um, another example would be, uh, and I, I've had people say this to me, you know, so, so let's say that you're, you're ill. And um, you're talking with somebody, you're like, I just really don't feel good. Have to do this presentation today. Go and do the presentation and it's, you're on. Mm -hmm. And then the person will say to me, you didn't, you didn't seem sick. Yeah. You know what? I feel like crap, but I had to do that. So you pull it together and you do what you have to do. The show must go on. Mm -hmm. um, and then when it's done, you know, you might... Yeah, then you can collapse. <laughs> right. But um, in those moments, again, that's your moment on the stage. Yeah. Are you going to are, are, are you going to say, no, I'm just really not going to I'm just really not feeling good. I'm going to let this go today. Yeah. Sometimes you have to do that, of course. But yep. these are those moments when you rise to the occasion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. Yep. OK, good. I yep. feel better about myself. <laughs> well I, right. I mean i love that thought to me it's it's the you know the authenticity thing is has uh, been a conversation for for a long time and continues to be because it's one of our it's one of our most important shared values that that we possess yeah um but my question is always well how do you how do you do that how mm -hmm. do you how do you be authentic mm -hmm. um because that's the work that i'm in is is in my opinion you can't be authentic until you know what your non-negotiable values are yes because that's that's who you are at your core yep and so you know here here's a little um uh theater trivia for you kitty um okay. the term winging it comes from uh the early 1900s uh in, in this country we uh, we're actually doing quite well, believe it or not, um, at that time. And so there was all of these playhouses being built right around the turn of the century. And uh, there were more playhouses being built and there were actors to perform. And so what was happening was someone would get sick, um, somebody gets hurt, and they have to go out and try to find an actor uh, to replace. And, they, and because they didn't have enough, there wasn't like understudies that just know it and can jump right in. So somebody had to step in at the last second and fill in. And so what they would do is they would stand off in the wings of the theater and they would frantically try to memorize the lines just before they walked onto stage. And that's where the term winging it comes from, right? You are trying to memorize something that you're about to deliver two yeah. seconds after you walk on the stage, but you have no idea what this is about. You are totally unprepared. This is not a scenario. This is, this is what happens in an emergency. Mm -hmm. And in my opinion, this is how the majority of our country lives their lives every yeah. single day. They yes. live in crisis mode, trying mm -hmm. to frantically figure out what to do to make a decision two seconds later, mm -hmm. instead of knowing their lines, knowing who they are and being able to perform at that level authentically yeah. each and every day. Right. And that's the choice that we have to make mm -hmm. that just less than 1% of us can actually do it. Yeah. They can't tell us what their non-negotiable values are. They can tell us what they think they know is important to them. Yep. But if push came to shove, they can't go, no, here are my five things that, that I won't be moved from. I don't mm -hmm. care what you say. I don't care how you want to twist or turn it. It's not going to happen. Yeah. And so I, again, uh, I'm, I'm digging this Shakespeare theme today. Come on. <laughs> I love knowing that. I did not know that about the term winging it. Mm -hmm. 
Thank you for that it's, piece of information. I'm just a juicy full of tidbits. Kitty, you're going to be your only guest from now on. We're just going <laughs> to, you're going to come on and God, I sound smart today. I'm Jeez, just sitting here taking amazing. all of these notes. Yes. Jim knows I never sound this smart. I'm usually no. the, the, I'm just, I'm just here to, to, to bring good looks and, and you know, vibe. <laughs> That's that we should end right there. That would have been awesome. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. All right. I know you got one more in you, Kitty. What's your third thought that rocks? Bring us home. Bring out the best in others. This is mm. one, one of those things that, again, as you look at what you're going to contribute to the world on any given day, this is one of those things that brings so much um, well, it's such a gift to others, first of all, but it's also something really wonderful that, that we can do for ourselves. Um, and again, Shakespeare said, we know what we are, but know not what we may be. Sometimes it's you need, it, it's so wonderful when someone else says to you, you know what, you're really good at that. Yeah. And you may not ever have have noticed that or thought anything about it because imposter syndrome, yeah. um, low self-esteem day, whatever, whatever it might be, having someone else see something in you, say something to that person. Yeah. It's a really wonderful thing that you can do. Um, again, all of these things. So on the topic of showing up and being the star of your own show, I've got like 10 things um, that are, are really, here are the best practices for you in order to do that. But bring out the best in others is one of my favorites and what yeah. that can do in your day for you and for the other person is incredible. Yeah. And it's and you're not really looking for the byproduct of what this will do for me because I do shine a spotlight on other people or make them feel better. Mm -hmm. But it certainly doesn't hurt. You know, at some doesn't point you've got that relationship, that credibility. And I know what you're saying here. You're, I mean, it could be. It could be in public, it could be personal, even just telling somebody that's what they maybe needed to hear the whole day. They, everybody's got mm -hmm. stuff going on, they got drama, they got baggage. But boy, when somebody can notice you and you feel seen, you feel heard uh, as an individual, certainly at a job, it would make a difference. But now you really blow it up. You put it on social media. You know, mm -hmm. I, I don't see too many people, ironically, I did this today with a throwback Thursday, but you know, when you used to do, uh, I forgot what it called. It was like friend follow or, you know, this is the person yeah. you ought to be looking at. I don't see people doing that. That's that's what old people do now, apparently. I guess. Um, but I do think it's kind of cool when you can go out of your way and maybe do a random act of kindness. And when you put mm -hmm. it in, you know, in the in the social domain where everybody sees it. Woo, like your head, it's really, really big. And it's yeah, it's one of my favorite things to do. I'm glad you said that. I mean, I really I, I just love when everybody wins, you know, and, and if I can help um, somebody out in some way, I dig that. And it sometimes it takes seconds, sometimes it takes a little bit longer, but yeah. it's one of my favorite things to do. So I appreciate that. I thought you were going to tell me, you know, bring out the best in others uh, was a William Shakespeare quote. I'm glad you added the little tagline on there. Like he said that, Bill? It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, it's interesting. I thought, I think a, I went a different direction with this. Um, in my head, I'm thinking about strong leaders, right? And and I, I go to like, thank you, you know, uh, <laughs> I 
Kitty, welcome to my life. Um, I, I'm thinking Michael Jordan in in The Last Dance, right? And and we watched that documentary, and here's a guy who brought out the best in others, and it's why you know they won six championships. Mm-hmm. Um, however, he was a complete asshole to those people. Um, even though he brought the best out to them, there are different ways that you can bring out the best yeah. um, to the people around you, and I think that that's. I think it's important to know because I think there's a place for the super encouraging, um, uh, Jim and I have a, have a good friend named Brett Culp who, who is like Mr. If you looked up encouragement in the, in the dictionary, it would be a picture of Brett. He's just as genuine, yeah. you know, this generation's Mr. Rogers as you possibly can have. And we love him and, and, and he brings that light into the world and it's part of his, his character. It's his, what he does. It's his purpose. It's, it's, it's amazing to watch it. However, I also feel like there's a part for the, the person that checks you into the boards and calls you on your shit and yep. brings you to the carpet and all, all those sorts of things as well, because we need that too. And some of us need that to bring the best out in us, yes. right? Um, yep. If you come from a highly competitive athletic background, whatever that is, and, and it's just, it's just how it always was. Mm-hmm. If you're in the, in the office and you want to be salesperson of the month and, mm-hmm. and it's really competitive and you work, you're, you're, you're trying to outdo each other and it, and it's benefiting the company. It's benefiting everybody, hopefully yep. in the way that you do it. Um, but there is a choice as to how, you bring out the best in others. And I think it's, it's something that I wish, I wish that a lot of us would um, learn of the different ways to do that. Mm -hmm. Right. Because if you're the person who is always the positive, this is, you know, I want to lift you up. I want to, this is it. And just look at the bright side. Um, Someone like me on occasion wants to punch you in the face (laughs) because I don't, I don't need that in my life all the time. I need it sometimes, but I also need the person who checks me into the boards and says, stop your bitching and get out there and go do something. Because that, that is how I grew up in that viciously competitive athletic Mm-hmm. background of just wanting to win at all costs. Yeah. Um, I look at Deion Sanders and what he's doing now at University of Colorado. He yeah. is bringing out the best in these kids. You know, the, the, the thing that blows me away about this, and, I, and this was in his 60 Minutes interview, if you, if you watched it. I did watch it. Yeah. I, I am it, a I just, huge Deion Sanders fan. Yeah. So here's what's yeah. crazy. I have not been a huge Deion Sanders <laughs> fan, you know, you um, but as I've I am now. And, and, and what's weird is it, it's, he's more controversial, um, just from sort of shining the spotlight on what he's doing. But, but in that interview, you know, he basically shows up on the first day uh, to the team and he, and he says, look, you're probably not going to make it here. Yeah. We're looking for something different. And the 80 plus of you that are here on scholarship and on this team should probably enter the transfer portal because we're bringing in new people to get this done. Because I don't know if you know this or not, you didn't win any games last year. (laughs) It was very, I mean, it was, listen, he did it with love, but he, it was a hard pill to swallow. Um, And the guy says to him, wasn't that a little harsh? And he says, look, if words are going to chase you away, you're not a part of this team. Mm. That is not how it works, mm-hmm. right? And that's what I'm talking about. Sometimes that level of checking you into the boards makes you go, I need to step up my game. Yeah, yeah. you're right. We didn't win anything. Yeah, you're right. I could have done something. I could have spent more time in the gym. I could have studied the playbook a little mm-hmm. bit more. I could have, I could have, I could have. Yeah. And if and if it takes that level of gut check to, um, to do that, then so be it. Maybe that's what you needed. Right. But almost everyone on that team walked away. Mm. 
And that to me is a reflection of the soft generation that we have created yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, at that age. And, yeah. and they don't want that. And so he's out there looking for new people to, to perform in a different way. Mm -hmm. And, and he's bringing out the best in them. And yeah. these kids are willing to run through a brick wall for him mm -hmm. because it's not just about football. He's making it about life. Yeah. And these are things that you need to know moving forward. If you want to succeed, I don't care if you make it to that next level mm -hmm. or if you go off to become an accountant or a school teacher or whatever that is, mm -hmm. these are the things that you need to know. Um, and I just, I love that about him. And I think I it's, too. it's so important that, that we look at the different ways that we can bring out the best in people. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's a really good example. There's so many different leadership styles and, and true. There's a reason why there are all of these different assessments that you can take to understand what kind of employee you are, mm -hmm. you know, so that you know what kind of manager works best with you or, or managers can look at their employee base and say, okay, these, this is how I need to manage these people. That's really help. Yeah. Those are all really helpful things. Totally. That we have well, at our fingertips. So are these thoughts. And I'll, I'll tell you now, <clears throat> now, Brant, that you said, uh, you know, Brett Culp, uh, it just makes me think that Kitty, for sure, you should connect with Brett because now I see him in all three of these. Your first one, All the World's a Stage. <laughs> this is what he does. I mean, yeah. he's got this whole, uh, th this program. And I think from an event standpoint, there might be some mm -hmm. synergies there. I look at it's all yeah. about authenticity, which Brant, mm -hmm. you just said about him and bring out the yeah. best in others. This is what he does. Um, mm -hmm. we, we, we should connect you guys at some point. And uh, 100%. I, I can tell you, I mean, for people that probably hit all three of these, they're, they're already on their way. And it's still probably a challenge, uh, you know, because you don't know what's going on in people's lives. But for other people that are listening, even if they just gravitated to one of these and thought, mm -hmm. you know, for instance, the first one, like you were saying, uh, you're, the world this day is your stage. Just think, just act, just behave, just do something where you're yeah. the star and, and claim it and make it your own and put on that armor. Listen, that might be the one silver bullet somebody need to hear. So the, these are fantastic. Kitty, if people wanted to learn a little bit more uh, about Heroic Productions or to see the work that you do, or just maybe even contact you, we'll have all this obviously in the show notes, but for those Great. listening, where, where would you like for us to send people? Yeah, so our website, um, you'll have linked heroic-productions.com. Um, you can see a bit of our work there. You can find me on LinkedIn. I love connecting with people on LinkedIn. My email address is khart at heroic-productions.com. Nice. Um, and so those are probably the best ways to find me. I am on Facebook. I guess I'm in that generation. <laughs> yes. The three of us. We're, We're there with you. <laughs> We're still there. We're the three holding on. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Well, this was, yeah. this was great. What a fantastic conversation. Um, you know, and I didn't know a lot about heroic productions. I mean, we, we definitely knew about you, but this was nice mm -hmm. to be able to just check that group out and being in that arena, you know, again, being speakers, it, it, there's something special about walking into an event and you've got the mm -hmm. support and you've got the glitz mm -hmm. and the glamour and people know what they're doing versus, you know, Brant and I sometimes walking into a fairground with some fold out metal chairs and, you know, uh, and a trough and uh, we'll, we'll make it happen. We'll do something. Yeah. But, oh, it's yeah. it's so much oh. better when you've got somebody who knows what they're doing. No, nothing worse. Those people on the stage should not have to worry about anything. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. that's, that's what you, a good production Did you hear that, conference planners? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Is it weird that I'm going to use that as the opening clip for this? <laughs> <laughs> Not weird Not at, at all. all. Doing the same, yes. All three of us will share it. Well, it's great to, to finally meet you, to make this thing happen. Thanks for sticking around for the second time, giving it the college try and not giving up on our technology gremlins that grabbed us last week. And we're just going to keep an eye on you. And uh, we, we really are just happy for your journey. So thanks a lot for being on, on Thoughts at Rock. Thank you so much, guys. See you soon. You got it. Thanks, Kitty. Hey, rock stars. Thanks so much for tuning in. Yeah, and listen, we know how busy you are. And grabbing those little nuggets of wisdom that can amp up your life are super hard to come by. So we hope this episode helped you enough for you to maybe subscribe and consider leaving us a rating and a review so that we can continue to grow the show. Thus That Rock is a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network and also supports Cannonball Kids Cancer and their fight for finding and funding treatment options for kids who have run out of options. They're amazing. Their work is incredible. To learn more, please go to cannonballkidscancer.org. Finally, if you're interested in having Grant or Jim or both of us speak at your event, whether as a virtual webinar or an in-person conference keynote or mastermind, contact us directly at thoughtsatrock.com. Until next time, rock on! Welcome to the Wellness Driven Life Show, your gateway to a new dimension of wellness. Featuring discussions with world-renowned experts, pioneers, champions, and professionals. Experience high-end production, sophistication, and easily applicable tips and tricks for everyday life. Your journey to wellness, it starts here and it starts now. Tune in to the Wellness Driven Life Show and become a part of the evolution of driven living.